In a world where knowledge is power, listen to industry-leading experts discuss the future of digital currency. Welcome to the Crypto Untangled podcast. Learn the ins and outs of cryptocurrency and blockchain and take your wealth to the next level. Now, here is your host, Dr. Budib. Hi guys, how are you doing? How did you start this week? I hope you had a good, less stressful and productive day. I hope you are doing well, but most of all, that you are happy and healthy. I'm Yonida, and you are listening to Crypto Untangled. Can you avoid knowledge? You cannot. Can you avoid technology? You cannot. Things are going to go ahead in spite of ethics, in spite of your personal beliefs, in spite of everything. Every one of today's most brilliant ideas was once unknown or misperceived. Have you ever thought how internet was created or how big companies such as Google, Visa, PayPal or even Apple was created? I would like to cite you one paragraph taken from one of my favorite books, Zero to One, from Peter Thiel, the co-founder of PayPal, Palantir Technologies and Founders Fund, also he was the first investor in Facebook. Every moment in business happens only once. The next Bill Gates will not build an operating system. The next Larry Page or Sergey Brin won't make a search engine. And the next Mark Zuckerberg won't create a social network. If you are copying these guys, you aren't learning from them. Of course, it's easier to copy a model than to make something new. Doing what we already know how to do takes the word from one to n by adding more of something familiar. But every time we create something new, we go from zero to one. In a world of gigantic bureaucracies, both public and private, searching for a new path might seem like hoping for a miracle. Humans are distinguished from other species by our ability to work miracles, and we call these miracles technology. Technology is the solution. It allows us to do more with less. By creating new technologies, we rewrite the plan of the world. So, in this time of an advanced technology, knowledge and emancipation are your choices to be a winner or a loser. Technology is the heart of any development, which together with knowledge can make big transformations, makes big changes. It can easy and add value to our life, the way how we think and we do stuff. And if we adapt and embrace it, technology can change our life for the better. The technology you use impresses no one, but the experience you create with this technology is everything. In our previous episode, we had EquipGen, the only functioning blockchain-mediated genetic data marketplace. Created by Dr. David Kupsel and Dr. Vanessa Gonzalez, EquipGen came into life as a brilliant combination of bioethics and genomics science. 
Ecrypgen is created to solve the injustice that is given to the individuals and entire communities which with their DNA are contributing a valuable resource of data and as a return are receiving nothing. In today's episode, I'm honored and very happy to introduce to you the project of the future, a mastermind gripping and captivating project, Ternio, the global fintech platform built on top of blockchain technology. Through its white-label technologies, Ternio empowers companies to be their own bank, change the way how people interact with money, and brings the digitalization of money closer than ever. To speak more about Ternio, its story, the ideas development, the goal achievements, the implementation of blockchain in creating a sustainable financial market, and the most recent partnerships, exclusively for Crypto Untangled, I have here with me the CEO of Ternio, Mr. Daniel Goldman. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Doing well. Daniel, thank you so much. It's really, it's an honor for me having you as a part of the show. And I'm looking forward to hear more about Ternio. Please, can you tell us what is Ternio? How did you come up with the idea of creating Ternio, its novelty? And how can Ternio technology empower companies? Yeah, no, thank you for that. So Ternio is at the core, we're a crypto, we're, a, we're really a blockchain enterprise company. And we provide interoperability between cryptocurrency and blockchain, which is really just a modern infrastructure, right? Modern technology. And we make that interoperable with, you know, the systems that have been around for 50 years in the banking and fintech systems, uh, ACH and Wire or IBAN, um, CEPA, for example, which is used in Europe. So we're, we're really trying to bridge the gaps between the old technology and the new. And we're also, as a platform, right? So we're not just like you, you everyone knows Revolut, Revolut is focused strictly on as a consumer model, right? They're, they're their own brand. We have our own brand, Blockcard, at blockcard.com, but we provide a white label platform for other fintechs to, to onboard and use our infrastructure that we've spent millions and millions of dollars on, and they can use our infrastructure for a global solution. And that's effectively where we found our, our mark, and it's going really well right now. Great, thank you. And what about Ternio products? I have seen your website, I heard the news, you have a very variety of products, and especially the block card. I would really love to hear more about it. So the whomever would listen to the program would love to hear more about it. And I would say it's only allowed in USA. Are you willing to expand maybe in other areas and uh, how people can use it? What are the yeah. benefits and so on? Yeah, so the block card, which you can check out at getblockcard.com, so we are live presently in the United States, but we are integrating in Europe right now. And we will be live in Germany. We'll be live in the UK. We will be live in France and Italy, Switzerland, sure. all of these countries. So we will have a MasterCard program out of the EEA and we will have a, a union pay program that we'll be working on for countries around the world. So it's actually gonna be very significant because we will have the ability, in terms of what, what is it gonna do and how, how does it help people? Number one, we have bank accounts. People will be able to send money through a wire or in the United States, they have ACH. In Europe, they have CEPA. So we'll, in Europe, we'll integrate CEPA in phase two probably. But you will be able to have a bank account. It'll stay in you know, effect, effectively digital money. You at that point can send money across the world. Somebody in the other, if we have a block card, and this is also a white label platform that you know, other brands can, can have their own brand on, but let's say you wanted to send money to India. 
Well, we have a card in India. You're sending money across the world in two seconds for no cost. And that person in India will get access to a card that they can use on their phone, Google Pay, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, while they're waiting for the physical card. So you can do remittances in, in country, out of country. It's just real time. If people want to withdraw their own funds to their own personal wallet, you know, I, I kind of get offended by the fact that you think about it. So banks, right? right. So banks perform an important service, but they're holding your money and they're making money off of your money. Now, if you want to withdraw funds from the bank, they charge you money for that. It's your money. And they're like, well, I'll give you back your money, but you got to give me something in return. And that's kind of offensive to me, actually. Because uh, it's like, no, it's my money. Give me my money. So um, you will be able to withdraw your own funds digitally, no problem. Now, if you want to go to the ATM, there's still a fee because we're still working with the traditional systems where the bank, where there will be a fee. But that's not because that's what we want. That's because that's how the banking system operates. We're trying to give a fully functional experience where if you want to spend your money, you can. If you want to buy cryptocurrency, sell cryptocurrency, pay bills with cryptocurrency, um, transfer funds anywhere in the world, um, spending it, like I said. So really, to me, it's the full, it's, it's like the future of what, of what money is and what money is going to be. And I think we're at the forefront of solving that problem in a way that a lot of companies right now, frankly, nobody is. I heard just a few hours ago, you posted that Ternio is a Visa Fast Track Enablement Partner. Congrats. And please Thank tell you. me more about it. So it's, it's actually a really big deal from our perspective because obviously, you know, Visa's best in class in the world, right? They between, they're, they're one of the most well-known fintechs in the world, you know, payments companies. And for us to be an enablement partner, what that means is, is that when a company is approved through Visa and they have showing potential and they want to have a program, they will send them to one of several companies to help them make that wish and turn that into reality. Some of those companies right now are Stripe, which is obviously very well known, okay. Marketa, Green Dot, uh, Crossword Bank, some really big players. And that's been really big multi-billion dollar companies that are enabling that capability for Visa and Turnio. And so our specialty obviously is then bridging that gap between the cryptocurrencies and the real world, right? Fiat and cryptocurrencies. But it, when Visa has, uh, and there, we already have people that they've sent us, but when Visa has these fintechs, they send them to us and they say, hey, Turnio, can you help so-and-so company uh, with a visa program? And that's exactly what we're doing. So it's great because it's, it's good for business. It's great because I think it obviously elevates our brand and demonstrates that we are a very credible and well-respected and vetted company. Um, and so this is just something we're very proud of and humbled by. And, you know, it's my goal to make sure that, you know, we execute this uh, on a on a global level at a very high uh, at a very high you know execution rate so that's that's our expectation and I'm very excited about it. Great, congratulations again. That's really a great news. And uh, what about the Tern token now? It's about its utility, and I have uh, question divided in two. So Tern token is in Stellar blockchain. Why Stellar in the beginning? Like. Is maybe it was faster and cheaper comparing to the other platforms. And also you burned a part of part of your token to Ethereum blockchain. Yeah. Let me explain that. Yeah. Why was this move? Why was this move? <laughs> well, let me explain that. So thank you. First of all, why the stellar blockchain? So when we originally launched the turn token, we could have 
you know, the Ethereum community is so much more robust. It's a bigger community. There's a lot happening there. And we could have probably, uh, you know, we, we essentially started the company based on raising funds from the cells of our tokens, right? Yeah. So we could have done that. We could have done that. We've raised a lot more money if we chose an Ethereum, Ethereum as, our, as our token, just because the, the community is so much broad, like bigger. But Ethereum, for all of its benefits, the smart contracts, it's still expensive with gas fees, particularly now with DeFi. I paid twenty dollars. I know somebody paid like a hundred dollars in gas fees. There is no world where Ethereum today is going to be a better, cheaper, faster solution than what's out there with centralized solutions with banks. I would much rather go with a bank than to ever have to continually pay twenty dollars per transaction every time I'm doing something with Ethereum. That's insane. And, and I don't think that's going to solve a problem. So Ethereum solves many problems. It's all about the right use case, but it doesn't work for payments. So we chose the Stellar blockchain because, like I said, you can, you know, first it's faster. So it's almost, it's nearly instantaneous. And it takes, a, you know, it could take a couple of minutes. It could take a couple of seconds to send money across the world. But there is no blockchain presently faster than, than uh, Stellar today that I'm, that we're comfortable with. The second thing is, the gas fees are very minimal, so we don't have to charge people money for withdrawal so, or transfer. So if, let's say, for example, you wanted to send money to India. Well, the turn token, which is where the store of value happens, you send that to somebody in India or Mexico or Germany or wherever, and I don't have to worry about paying a fee for it. So I can actually have a cheaper solution that's scalable and you know at infinity, and it's actually, to me, that, that solves a lot of problems. Now, turns it... The way I view the tokenomics about it is that if you think about what happened with Bitcoin, Bitcoin was building a community in the, you know, starting in 2009, and it was still very uh, small in 2010, 2011, right? Yeah. Who wouldn't wish that they went back and started with Bitcoin in 2011? And so for, for us, what we're building is a real community of people who are, who are utilizing. It's all about the utilization of the asset. What we decided to do was to burn 100 million of the XLM tokens, providing more scarcity for people who have the XLM token, but also in order to reach out to the, the broader Ethereum community, we actually, so instead of having 100 million XLM tokens, we now have 100 million ETH tokens. But that allowed us to get onto, uh, web, you know, like uh, decentralized exchanges like Uniswap. You can't put a Stellar token on Uniswap, it's Ethereum-based tokens only. And if we only had an XLM-based token, we would never reach out to a much, much broader community of people. So from our point of view, the ETH token is a way to reach out to this community to get in, to, get, to be more uh, globally known. And that also benefits the users of the XLM token because now not only are there 100 million fewer XLM tokens creating more scarcity, but also you're, you're driving more utilization of the XLM token because when people eventually sign up for getblockcard.com, they're also utilizing the term XLM token because that's what we use for faster payment solutions. So um, I'm very optimistic and I have a very positive worldview and I, I really understand the tokenomics about the future of the term token. I think we're so accustomed in cryptocurrency to these get rich quick schemes that exist. And what we've tried to do is to build a, a real community with a real utilization of the asset. And then we believe that in time, that on its own will kind of, it'll become its own thing. And, and we're very excited with that, when that story happens in the future. Is Ternia facing any challenge? And if yes, how are you planning to tackle it in a way? We're growing really fast. And so like the size of our team has doubled this year. 
We're profitable. We're going to be raising some more money uh, in, the, in the beginning of next year through, uh, through the SEC, uh, through a, what's called a Reg A. If we had a problem, you know, the problem we have is we're still a small company. We have a laundry list of things that we want to accomplish, that we know we need to do, that we want to do. It's going to be, we're, it's like being so excited about, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And what ends up happening is you have to prioritize what is most important to you. And because we, we aren't the size of some of these other competitors where we've got, you know, a billion dollars in a bank. So we have to be very careful with how we approach our innovation and our uh, expansion of our services. So the, the biggest challenge we have is that we really do have to prioritize what we do and then we have to execute it well. And sometimes what happens is you have multiple priorities, you've got to distill them down into the most important and then you've got to execute them very, very well. So I'd say that's probably the biggest, most important thing we can do or that we're doing right now, but that, that definitely is the biggest challenge. And where do you see Ternio? Maybe in two or let's say five years in goal, achievement, idea development, and maybe the position in the crypto market? Well, I think we're going to be a multi-billion dollar company and I think we're going to be a public company. That's Great. what I think. And I really mean that. We're scrappy, <laughs> you know? It, for people who undervalue or maybe don't take it seriously enough, the, the hard work we're willing to put in, like we're, I can get by with less than our larger competitors and we are willing to do whatever it takes to win. And so for, for these large corporations that have gotten fat and happy and they have a real problem because they, they've got to, their business models predicated upon higher fees and or some of these uh, challenger banks, you know, or, or other fintechs where they, they're dependent upon being able to raise more capital from somebody else in the future because they keep losing money. Yeah. I honestly think we're going to be a dynamo that's going to be very, very hard to stop because we are not dependent on anybody. We are self-funding by our own business, thanks to our amazing customers. And I, I think that in five years, I think just as, you know, PayPal was a small company at one point and you, who would have thought that they had a chance in, to, to do well and, you know, versus all of the major companies that they, they, they were competing against. And they went into a space that was not very, was not very well known at that time. And that was the internet, you know, and the internet was something that people were fearful of. Sound familiar? And, um, and so for us, there's a lot of companies that are fearful of, of diving into cryptocurrencies. And I think that I think that the fact that that gives us a huge advantage and by the time they figure it out, it's going to be, we're going to be so far ahead in so many different ways. They're either going to want to try to buy us or they're going to um, have a real hard time competing against us. That's what I think. I was hearing you very carefully and you said that so many companies have fear of cryptocurrency. I know that you have an extreme knowledge about this field. Maybe can you tell us why even big companies have fear of to enter into the crypto world. Why is that? Well, the regulations are, are not quite clear for some. And so um, let's say you're a very large company and you're doing multi-billion dollars. Well, there's several problems. Um, number one, they're afraid that it could cut away at their core business model because how do you make money on it? That's a problem for a lot of companies. They're like, okay, well, how are we supposed to make money on this? Problem one. <laughs> well, okay. Problem two, even if like, let's say you're JP Morgan Chase 
um, which is, of course, a huge company. If you were to jump into cryptocurrencies today, it wouldn't make any kind of impact on your business, you know, other than the use of the technology. So they're really struggling uh, around, you know, does it even make any sense for them to, to get into it at this point? The third issue is around the risk related to, well, if we're dealing in cryptocurrencies, maybe they're worried about money laundering or any regulatory compliance elements, not understanding that there's so much fraud in the banking system today. And I think that cryptocurrencies are actually a much cleaner way of, dis of, of interacting than funds. Whereas in the banking system, it's actually very messy. There's a lot of fraud there. And I feel a lot more comfortable about tracking and tracing bad uh, you know, transactions or, or, or things that are um, like you can today, you can use a third party analytics company to, to determine with a pretty good you know, sense of comfort, whether or not the money is associated with bad, bad elements, right? So you can actually say, okay, well, this came from this wallet or this had this sort of behavior. We're going to limit the transactions for this wallet because there, it appears to be something that could, you know, associated with like nefarious actions. Yeah. You really can't do that in the banking system um, as well. So I just think they're a little afraid of it. And so when you get to it, when they say there, there's finally clarity in the regulatory space, right? So now, right now, there's a lot of question marks. When they finally get there, they will have already missed the whole marketplace. Exactly. They will have missed it. And, and, I, and so that's where we have that advantage. It's like the fog of war. And we're taking advantage of the fog of war. Daniel, we spoke about cryptocurrency. Now I'd like to talk about blockchain. What is blockchain for you? And I just want your personal opinion and why it's very important for many uh, companies or maybe projects to develop or even in nowadays, in the days that we are living, why is blockchain important? Well, it's fundamentally, first of all, it's a more modern technology realm. Number two, it's fundamentally a peer-to-peer -peer, uh, and it's encrypted and it's peer-to-peer. -peer. So you don't require a third party gatekeeper to, to, to be involved in all elements of transaction, whether that be data transfer, it could just be data, or it could be value transfer, but, but you're really ta talking about cutting out unnecessary intermediaries. I do believe that blockchain is going to be very transformational for a lot of things because it's gonna allow for, unlike the existing systems we have today, you know, blockchain is the underlying layer. And then, and I think of the cryptocurrency is what sits on top of that blockchain, right? And so, the blockchain is transferring data like this. Blockchain is transferring data back and forth. And then if you wanted to, you can allow for through, through electronic smart contracts, you can allow for the, the, the value transfer to happen as well. So once you see data passing forth back and forth, you can have decision-making happening based on smart contracts that allow for the transfer of funds. And so what you're really talking about is automating processes. So blockchain is going to be really important because you're going to be able to automate a lot of things that we have not been able to automate in the past. And if you think about corporations today and just running a business, and what happens is, is you've got your operational data over here, right? So operational data, the things that you keep track of for your business, and then you, you're, the money you make happens over here. And then what you have to do is you have to take the data, that, the money you make, and you take the operational data, and you have to find a way to sync those two up to make them to make them connect, to say, okay, well, do these numbers match up? And then now you have some uh, vulnerabilities. So you have to spend a lot of money on security to make sure that you don't have any potential for being hacked or other things. Blockchain is a more secure mechanism that avoids having to have data here and data here. It literally is an interoperable, integrated data sets together that is secure. 
So you're spending less on security, you're spending less on manual verifications and manual checks, you're doing a full automated set of systems. It is a really transformational thing. Now it's gonna also displace a lot of people. There are many industries uh, where of people who have jobs today and their job is to check things and to make sure things are good. And they're equivalent of a much better paid warehouse worker and they used to have a lot of people working in yeah. these manufacturing lines. But what do we know is the manufacturing lines today are mostly robots, and there are some human beings that are, that are there, but the robots are doing most of the work. And I think what you'll find is that the next wipeout of jobs, unfortunately, is going to come from well-paying jobs that are manual office work. And those jobs are going to go away, and you're going to have some people, but those jobs are going to be displaced because a lot of the functions that they do are going to be automated. That's what I think the future is now. That doesn't sound like a step forward. <laughs> it scares the heck out of me, but it is going to happen in my opinion. Great. And if people want to learn more about blockchain or they are interested in blockchain, what should they do first as a move? Um, that's a great question. Well, I, I, would only, I would say before I tell you what I would do, I would say that remember when you say the word blockchain, that is like saying, like for me to say I, I work in blockchain technologies to say it's the same as me saying, well, I have a method of transportation at home. Well, like, well, what does that mean? Well, I have a car or I have a bike or I have an SUV or I have a plane or a boat. Like, there's a lot of methods of transportation or a helicopter. It, it, if I told you that I had a helicopter, you wouldn't think it was the same as a car as a car. You would say those are not the same things. It's not the same thing as a boat. A blockchain, there are many kinds of blockchains. So they are just, just you can't just put a, a rubber stamp and say, well, they're all monolithically the same and all blockchains are the same. That is not the truth. There are many kinds of blockchains. There's a version of a boat, there's a version of a plane, there's a version of a car, you know. So, so where are you gonna learn about blockchain? Uh, I'd say the internet, <laughs> uh, but, but be careful because when people inevitably start to promote these digital assets, just understand that there's a whole, world of people who are, are promoting things, getting paid to promote, and they don't necessarily disclose that. So do your own due diligence, really be careful about what you're, you know, what you're deciding, but to learn blockchain technology, your best bet is probably going to be something more along the lines of going to a Deloitte or some of these other large auditing companies that do um, research projects on things. Somebody who's not trying to sell you something where they get to the core around a particular use case, because that's the other thing is, blockchain is this underlying a a technology that can be used in any number of different, a million kinds of places. So it really does come down to, well, if I, let's say I work at a mortgage company, my specific solution may be better suited with an Ethereum type of blockchain because I deal in mortgages, as opposed to something with like a stellar blockchain. And I'm gonna learn about that more through probably someone like a Deloitte or you know even an IBM or some of these other folks that are larger, they're gonna put out these research papers that are gonna be very well documented and re- well respected. Thanks, Daniel. And as the founder and CEO of Ternio, what's your message? Or maybe an advice also that you would like to give to the audience? I think that the future of money is digital. You know, it's already digital today, but we're talking about being on a more modern track with more um, with more rights than, than we've ever had before. And so I guess my message would be that it's an exciting time. If you don't own Bitcoin, 
then you're making a big mistake in my opinion. People don't understand Bitcoin, but I think it's really phenomenal as a store value. Um, and I would just say that if you don't understand this technology and you think it doesn't relate to you, you're wrong to think it doesn't relate to you because it's not a matter of if you're gonna be working with blockchain-based digital assets, it's just a matter of when. And, and so it's better to learn now. And I wish, 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 wish that I had not, I knew about Bitcoin in 2010, 2011, but I was like, that's crazy. You know, that's, you know, digital, uh, what Bitcoin for $70 or whatever. I was like, that's insane. And, and look for, I wish now I knew more about it. Just to understand that it's really about the technology. It's not just the, the volatility and the, and the investment. It really is this underlying technology that's going to change the world. Thank you. And is there anything else that we did not cover during our conversation? No, I really appreciate you having me here. Uh, if you want to learn more, you can go to turnio.io. That's our website. And, you know, follow me on LinkedIn. As you know, you do. Uh, I'm always posting about stuff on LinkedIn. So thanks. Daniel. It has been a very insightful, informative conversation, really. And I enjoyed it. And yeah, me too. thanks a lot. And I really wish you best of luck to you or your team. A lot of success going forward. And hopefully we we'll keep in touch and I will have you again as a part of the show. And we can discuss okay. more about future development of Ternio and so on. You just got to hit me up anytime. Thanks a lot, Daniel. So, hey, it was nice to meet you. Thanks, and nice to meet you too. And I hope we keep in touch and we can talk again. Okay. Bye-bye, have you. a nice day. Bye-bye, thanks. So, we just had Daniel Goldman, the CEO and founder of Ternio. Ternio's specialty is to bridge the gap between the old technology and the new. Through its own brand, Blockcard, Ternio brings the fiat closer to cryptocurrency and supports fintech companies by simply enabling a real banking payment application solution. Ternio's crypto debit card, Blockcard, gives cryptocurrency a real-world spending power. Blockcard is the fastest, cheapest and the most convenient way for consumers to use their cryptocurrency when and how they want. Ternio has solved the issues related to blockchain scalability and payment utility of cryptocurrency. Daniel, during our talk, he shared with us a very exciting news, which I'm pretty sure many of you might know already. Since October 13th, Ternio is Visa's first cryptocurrency focused enablement partner. It means that Ternio, as a resourceful blockchain enterprise company with a deep knowledge and expertise in the cryptocurrency market, will help and support different fintech companies that, through Visa's platforms and programs, to easily access the digital currency market. This partnership marks the beginning of a long-lasting collaboration in the crypto market and shows that more and more fintech companies are understanding the importance and embracing the adoption of blockchain, cryptocurrency, and digital payments. They already know that the future of money is digital. But for more information about Ternio, its novelty, the features and solutions, its block card, how to be part of Ternio's community, the Tern token, the partnerships and many future developments, please go to ternio.io. Follow them on Twitter at Ternio token and on LinkedIn at Ternio. Read carefully, do your own research, think wisely and make the right decision for your investment. So, dear Crypto World, thank you for being with me today and I hope you have enjoyed this 12th episode of Crypto Untangled. 
This program is already available on Google Podcast, Apple iTunes and Spotify. So you just need to click follow and you can listen to us everywhere and anywhere. This program is brought to you by Crypto News Lebanon, a media website aiming to spread knowledge, information and news about all the ins and outs about the adaptation of blockchain and crypto market into the MENA region and worldwide. So, if you are interested to hear more about the latest news and updates, please go to CryptoNewsLebanon.com. Thank you again, guys. Until the next episode, take good care of yourself. Stay positive, embrace knowledge, and learn new things. With the use of technology, we can accomplish so many things together. So let's be stronger and more knowledgeable than today. Let's go invent tomorrow instead of worrying about what happened yesterday. Till next time, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Crypto Untangled. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, visit us at CryptonNewsLebanon.com. We'll see you soon.